Om Mangalam Gurudevaya Devye Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brindebhyo Sarvalokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chadarmasya Sarvadharma Sarupine Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishna Yati Namaha Om Sarashiva Samarambam Shankaracharya Madhyamam Ashmaracharya Prayantam Vande Gurum Paramparam Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwaraha Guru Reva Param Brahman Dasmai Sri Guru Virmaha So last two weeks we had guest speakers Swami Vir Swami Pranavananda from Rameshwaram which was very exciting <laughs> it's a unique style and last week what a beautiful satsang from Swami Sarvadevananda very important but the week before that, we started uh, 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 thinking that would be one a, a simple talk on a bird's eye view of Kali Puja. Never, I don't, I don't, I, I become a foolish view of my own uh, speed at talking about stuff. So, actually, so talking about somebody asked, somebody requested online that they're watching our satsangs, the satsangs of Kali Mandir, and they're also watching pujas here. And be nice to know something a little bit so they can follow along a little bit or just kind of know what they're watching, you know. And so they asked if we could speak a little bit about puja. That's what started. And, and, you know, it's, and well, this is not a class on how to do puja, right? Although those who are learning puja or want to learn puja, this will give information. But I, the, 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 the puja ceremonies that we're doing are a great way, a great way of understanding lots of, big ideas and, and especially the tradition of Tantra. If you start going, let me give a lecture on Tantra. This, well, there's different schools of Tantra and then start a particular period of Indian history, putting together different chains of thought and, and, and the people are classified and into different forms and the three primarily, I mean, you can give that type of, and, but that's, uh, it has maybe some value and we can give such a talk, such a, such a series, that we have given such a series of classes, uh, but the way we understand it is by our practical practical uh, use, our practical engagement. When we were giving a, for a while, a long many years ago, for for many years, many years ago, we we gave a a class at UCI through the Yoga Studies Program called Subtle Anatomy, and uh, it's it's for primarily yoga people who are you know like yoga treat teachers and people who've really gone through appropriate. Uh, teacher training uh, systems that were available for the, at the time. This was a long time ago, so they, they've changed a lot. And wanted something more. And so they took classes at, at UCI, these yoga studies program for philosophy and some of the technical stuff. And so my, my class was on subtle anatomy. It was a seven-week seven class, I think. Seven-session class. Right, three hours of session. So it was a, a lot of information was given. And, but the thing is, I'm, I'm, my specialty isn't on, you know, the chakras and the, and the nadis and the pranas like that, but, but back, we do have ex we do have knowledge of these things because it, we we understand them because of the way we're engaging them in puja, and our, our practical yoga and our practical tantra, 
and so people got a lot of a, a lot of information about ritual and, and and puja, even though that was not a class on. Puja. But I organized my things around this puja. That's how we've understood so many things. So it's a good it's a good opportunity to speak about larger tantric and spiritual Vedic Vedantic principles, as to a practical uh, practical example of how it's done. So we'll continue. So the last time we spoke, only I think we went two three pages through our regular puja book. There's a small puja book we published called Simple Kali Puja. It's very it's the big puja book in a super simplified form, because the the pujas that we're doing puja in general. The different schools of puja, different forms of puja, but especially tantric puja, and most puja we can we can qualify as tantric. Uh, we'll display that as, as we go along. But especially like this format of puja, we call it it's specifically a very conscious, self-consciously tantric puja. We'll follow the same basic steps. There's a pure, there's an auspicious invocation. There's a purification. There's a sanctification. There's internal worship, external worship. It goes through these stages. And so what we did with a small book, it's very small, it's very simple. It, once, you, once it's learned, it can be done in 10, 15 minutes probably, you know. Where the, uh, although when people first start practicing even the small book, it may take an hour, you know, they slowly... Because <laughs> ritual is learned, not natural. That's the nature of, of ritual action, you have to learn it. Uh, but um, uh, we, our attempt was to take, to, to have every, all the main parts of a, of a more elaborate puja in their, minim, in their minimalist form. What's the minimum that's still, uh, still without leaving anything out? And along that, this, this, this um, structure, that the skeleton, you can keep, each one of those, you can keep expanding and expanding and expanding. So like purification could just be, you know, sipping water three times and, you know, we, we, or it, it can, there's, there's all kinds of mantras and sprinkling of waters and, and, and prayers and visualizations to accomplish that. So that one aspect of achamana, the sipping of water, can be one mantra, or it could be 20 minutes of mantras, and visualizations, and procedures, and with some kusha grass, and various type of things, you know. So it's same, same thing with each, each section could be expanded, right, uh, uh, and added, you know. Uh, so the, the, this is like the super simple form. But what I'm reading from primarily in my lap here is the puja book we're using at Kali Mandir as, as far as our daily puja. It's not exactly published, you know, eventually, hopefully, maybe one day, uh, we can uh, bring out another volume, kind of a second from the simple to the less simple Kali Puja, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Can't think a complicated Kali, difficult Kali Puja doesn't seem like the right answer, <laughs> the right title for it, but we'll figure out what to do. Um, um, so what we did is, the Mangal, we started primarily with Mangalarchana, Mangal and actually in the same, in a certain sense, all we're talking is that this is auspicious Declaring auspiciousness or auspicious invocation. Invoking auspiciousness or auspicious invocation. So we, we talked about this opening mantra for Ganesha, like that, and then the, um, uh, these uh, auspicious prayers, and then Achaman, the sipping of water and the purification. We mentioned the mantra for that. We didn't get, I think that's where we ended up. It was an hour and a half, and that's all we got, <laughs> got, got through two mantras. Uh, also, this one thing where you, we mentioned where you tap, you've seen people do, they tap their temples. And meditate and chant the Ganesh mantra. We mentioned so that got us interested into talking about about Ganesh Ganesh's function in puja, uh, his worship in puja, and how he's visualized within our within astral body. So still part of the same basic principle of arch uh, of, of achaman and mangalarchana, this auspicious beginning. Uh, and it's not in every puja, but we do. This is where we 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 put it is called the kavacha. 
Kavacha is uh, uh, Kavacha means armor. Right? So uh, Kavacha means armor. So there's uh, so in a simple puja, sometimes like it's not it's not mentioned here to do, but actually just the very fact that you know these opening mantras and praying to praying, oh Lord, please make everything auspicious, right? Remember you inside and out. Remember you. That itself is a type of protection. Remembering God, that itself is protection. When you sit for japa, you don't need to do hours and hours of protective mantras, right? Usually just, you know, you think of guru, you think of Ganesha, guru, and God, and then you, you start your sadhana, it's sufficient, right? The more elaborate the pujas, the more elaborate the rituals, generally certain things are elaborated. And so uh, within a regular puja, there, there are some things that are meant for purification as we get into, into, I mean, into protection. There is people, we, we draw a circle of water around us, visualize them, a circle of flames, there's mantras to get rid of ghosts, to chase away ghosts and spirits and, and burrowing beings and all kinds of, the long list of potential astral interference, you know. Uh, uh, so there, so that's, that's we do that daily. And in a, in a very elaborate, like during Durga Puja, where these are more elaborate uh, ceremonies, there is, you know, probably 20 minutes of recitation and special offerings and in the southwest corner where, you know, you, you, you invoke... You give offerings to all inauspicious spirits, and you go and you send them over there, and you make and you give and you give them a job to watch over your puja. That's interesting. You know, it's like if you have a violent personality that won't leave, right? Sometimes you better just, just please don't, you know. But if they don't leave, you give them a job, right? You know? <laughs> so and actually that's a very good the user. So so the the in in, in the extremely elaborate pujas, there the spirits and ghosts and goblins and, and like that are given a job. You protect this puja. We'll give him what do, what what does the spirit want? If we believe like this, they, they need attention and they need a form and they need offerings. This is the one thing that a ghost doesn't have. Nobody notices them. They don't have a form and nobody gives them anything. They're hungry. <laughs> right? So we have, that's great. We'll give them a place, a seat, a job, and, and lots of attention, right? Appropriate offerings that, they, that can actually, that can make it into their astral mouth, right? <laughs> like this. Uh, and we give them a job. So, and, and so, uh, and actually in, uh, in, in Tibetan Tantra, we have a similar thing where there's the, um, Dharma palas. Maybe you've seen if you've ever been to a Tibetan settlement or temple. Usually outside, there is another shrine, right? And these are sometimes in Hinduism we those would be to um to like uh, called Bhairava. We have a Bhairava shrine outside. But in Tibetan Buddhism, the the local deities from before Buddhism and Tantra arrived in Tibet in the Bon religion. Uh, uh, so the story goes: that Padmasambhava went to entered Tibet. The, the deities of the local time, right, they appeared and said, no, right? because if you start a new religion, we won't be worshipped. This is the belief, like if I'm not, uh, the traditional understanding of Padmasambhava's interactions, right, if you spread Buddhism, we won't be, uh, nobody will believe in us, period, right, uh, and if you spread uh, this for a tantra, other, another set of deities will be worshipped. You're, you're invoking a different set of deities, or no deities, this is Buddhism and Tantra, right? And so, and, what, so, uh, and, and they were worshipping, we could see as perhaps fierce forms. These are, these are a fierce tradition, mountain spirits and things like that. So he, he, he struck a deal with them, right? He says that, okay, you'll, we'll, I'll guarantee that you'll always be worshipped, right? Uh, and, but we'll give you a place and we'll give you offerings according to your liking, right? And then you become the protectors of the Dharma. You protect the temples, you protect the monastic lineages, the, our, our, the, the lineages, the temples, and the Dharma itself, right? 
So the Dharmapalas, or here we call them Chetrapalas, uh, the protectors of a, of a place, right? And so you go out to one of these temples, and, and I've only, I have limited experience, but in India we've been to a few of these community um, Tibetan temples. And outside, the, you know, there, there is burning tobacco, there is uh, alcohol being poured into the ground, you know, things, these have energies for to feed those type of things, you know, because we can just like get rid of them, right? There's mantras to destroy evil spirits, you know, there is, and or like that, but that's, it's it's uh, everything has its place and everyone has their place, right? So uh, so in 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 these very elaborate pujas, they're also given a proper thing. But then there's a certain point where they won't. There's certain types of spirits believed in Durga puja. We do these mantras. We only do once or twice a year these mantras. That after being fed and offered seat and given a job, still there's some that won't do this. That means that these are very bad spirits. They're not just like a problem, not problematic spirit. A lot of us are problematic too. You give me a job, an under you sweep, you keep them occupied. <laughs> you know? But some of those that they're just then they're actually then they're then they're um, invoked wrathful forms of the divine that shatter demonic energy will, are invoked both for, both for our protection and their liberation. Right. Um, so the kavacha, the kavacha, this armor is a category of prayer. It can be it can be put in that part of the puja, which it comes a little later, where we're invoking protection and removal of spirits, or it can be chanted just in the beginning, which is how we usually do it. Uh, uh, uh. <clears throat> and a, so, a mantra, every deity has a whole series of kavacha mantras, right? The most popular kavacha mantras, the most famous. Uh, there's a thing called the Nishinga kavacha. There's a, there's many forms of Nishinga kavacha mantra also, but there's a long one that's very famous. That people become famous. Narayana Kavacha is very famous. And in the Chandi, attached to Chandi is called the Devi Kavacha. That's a very long one and very elaborate, very beautiful. We even get the names of the these nine forms of Durga. Oh no, I'm sorry, these nine forms of Durga, the Navadurgas, are mentioned in that Kavacha. That's where we get that traditional list. It says Chailaputri, the first actually even numbers them. The first is Chailaputri, the second is Brahmacharya, the third is Maheshwini, goes like that. Right, uh, uh, that's where we get this traditional list of nine deities from that text, um, and it, and and the chandi, the proper chandi, because of the power of the chandi, very powerful shakti. Uh, uh, it said that it should not be prop- it shouldn't be fully chanted as in 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 form without also chanting the kavacha, this devi kavacha. It's not considered safe, right? So so, so praying to God that should always be safe. What's dangerous about praying to God, right? But we're doing things where we're, we're, we're in this form of prayer and this form of ritual, we're assuming a, 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 a powerful, mysterious, magical universe, right? This is the, uh, um, uh, it's not just, oh, we're just, we're just, there is only one, there, I mean, we can think, oh, there's only one God and the soul and God, and that's a pure thing. And all this is just methods for pure, for concentration. That's true. That's, you can think like that. But when we're engaging in, in, in these type of rituals, we're assuming that there's power, there's shakti, there's there's uh, that, that you're awakening energy. You're bo- both within you're 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 awakening energy within within ourselves. In tantra and yoga, we call that kundalini or prana, like that, right? Uh, uh, or we're invoking cosmic powers in one place. That's in in, in a ritual and into a deity, into a form, into a yantra, right? To accomplish something. Right, or the conscious energetic thing, to, something's happening, right? So if that, in either one of those happens, there's potential danger. If you're a huge awakening of energy, there's danger. 
or if you're invoking a lot of power in one place, there's danger. Both the thing itself is dangerous, right? You know, you invoke, you know, and it attracts attention, right? That's the thing. It's like, like if you have a bunch of money in your hand, that's itself. It's potentially dangerous. To, you know, somebody gets a lottery and and they commit suicide very often. They can't they can't hold it, right? It's almost like we were talking the other time. It's almost like a like a like a curse to win the lottery. You know, people's lives are destroyed, right? The money itself is dangerous, right? The thing itself is dangerous. We don't have, we don't know how to deal with it, right? But also, if you have a bunch of money, you attract a lot of attention. A lot of people come to steal or, you know, or, or to, to manipulate or to like this. So both internally it's dangerous, this awakening of energy, and this invocation of cosmic energy in one place, right? It's potentially dangerous. So Kavacha has both of these things. One thing, it's, uh, when a Kavacha, an armor, Kavacha means like, like a, you put an armor on, that's a Kavacha, right? An armor protects you, right? But another way to think of a kavacha is like a fence, right? And the fence protects you from outside, but it also keeps something inside, right? It also, the fencing, in, in, in puja, fencing is not just to protect from the outside, it's also to, to hold, if you have something and you begin to, 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 uh, to delineate it and control it and, and fence it, it becomes, you, you, you gather it, it becomes more and more powerful, more and more powerful, more and more powerful, right? Uh, uh, so that's one thing, is, 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 is to hold something in and also protect from without, right? So both of these things. So this category of him, Kavacha Mantras, uh, um, they're usually uh, describing, invoking various names of the God being worshipped. So the one we're doing is the, is the Kali Kavacha, called the um, uh, Adyakali Sanatani Vijaya Kavacha Mantra, something like that from the Mahanirvana Tantra, uh, with the actual name of the mantra. Uh, and it describes, oh, it, the typical thing is like, oh, Kali, protect, may, may you protect me from the front. Oh, Maheshwari, may you protect me from behind. Oh, Narashinghi, protect me from the left. Like, it's like, like this. And then it goes, protect, oh, uh, uh, Maheshwari, protect my head. Oh, Uma, protect my face, protect my lips, protect my eyes, protect my arms, protect my... So it's invoking this, this shield from all directions, from above, below, and, and, and every and limb by limb. Right. Some of them are very simple, Some just a few things like that. The Kali Kali Kavacha is pretty simple. It only describes a few, the main body parts is being described. Right? Um, but some will go into great detail into every corner and every direction, all the tattvas and all the chakras, and, and, uh, and from, from, protect me from this, protect me from that. So it can be like this. And actually, either the word patu or araksha. Araksha means to protect, patu also means to protect. Right, so an uh, uh, example is I'll give uh, the, the first few mantra. Om Hrim Adya Me Shiraha Patuhu. Starts with a few beach mantras. Om Hrim Adya. Adya means the name for the Divine Mother as the primordial, the original, the source. Right, the, the, the uh, Me Shiraha. May my head, my head, Patu, protect. O Adya Kali, protect my head. Shreem Kali Varadammama. Um, uh, 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 o, uh, o Kali, Protect my face. So you can see it's just going to start, start going down like this, right? Hridayam krim para shaktihi. May para, right? Uh, uh, para shakti, the supreme power, protect my heart. Payut kantam parat para. May parat para. The one, para shakti, protect my face. And para para, the one beyond the supreme. The supreme of the supreme. Beyond the beyond, protect my throat. Now we can try to, we were talking over coffee or tea this, this afternoon, like 
how do these names get connected? Sometimes they're obvious. You know, it's like sometimes it's like, you who have a thousand faces, protect my face. You know, then it's obvious. You who hear everything, protect my ears. But sometimes it's not, in this text, it's not so obvious. But if you think about it, you can, I mean, maybe we're projecting, trying to find meaning, trying to, to make it make, make more meaningful. But parat uh, para means that also means that which is unspeakable. That which is that not just transcendent, like it's other is one thing. I can describe an, the other, but other than the other, beyond even what's beyond my conception, that can't be described. So that's an interesting, perhaps, connection. If you start thinking about it, we can, I can just, we can just make it up too. It's like parapara means this, you know. <laughs> Who knows what it actually means. Nitrapata jagadatri. My eyes may protect, may jagadat, jagad, jagadatri. The one who supports the universe. Karno rakshanti shankari. May o shankari, may protect me, protect my ears. Granum pattu mahamaya, mahamaya, protect my nose. Rasanam sarvamangala. Uh, may t- my taste be protected by Sarva Mangala. The, these are all different names. So it goes on like that. To my teeth, my cheeks, my lips, my chin, my neck, my chest, my arms, my hands. They go through like this, right? Right. <clears throat> so one thing, it, we, if you think, it's, it, you're, being sur- you're being surrounded by, you could say these different forms of the God. We can imagine, imagine you know, it's like, you know, Chandika here and Maheshwari here. I mean, if you start thinking about it, it's actually quite a powerful meditation. Or you can say, also think of these are divine names. Each name is divine, right? And so you're, you're covering yourself, you're protecting yourself, you're bathing yourself in holy names, right? And actually, you shouldn't have to do all these different names. If you have a mantra, you're, you, you know, what you do, like the Amala is, each bee represents a mantra. You put it on, you're wearing Mantras, you're wearing the divine name, you're, you're being engulfed in the divine name, that's your protection. The real protection is just being engulfed by divinity, right? When you get into Tantra and you get into uh, some um, almost magical tradition, what people do, they, they write the names in a circle, then you have like, the name itself is believed to have some literally protective power, not just devotional power. It's literally, the, you, you've heard like this, you know, people would do a ritual and then they first will write the names of God around them, things like for protection. You know, these are, these are um, leftovers of... He forgot to... Yes, he... He, he, he stepped out, or he didn't write... Yes, him. yes. And then he went, he was attacked by... Yes, yes. So that's an... Yeah, so... So the... I mean, so it's, it's made its way, or it's, it's... The remnants of this are still in the pagan ma- magical traditions that have come down into... In, 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 in popular times, in present times, right? But you could see that 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 uh, uh, these are these were done in in a very was great understanding in ancient time, and the ancient practices are still being practiced identically or near identically now, identically. Right? Not a word. I don't know. Is it going to get too cold? Should we close? Are you okay? After a few minutes, when the sun begins to go down, we can close. Um. Uh, so. So just, but so here, here's, it's mentioning uh, 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 um, uh, limb by limb, head, face, neck, arms, hands, fingers, like, like, like this, right? The whole thing, breath, all that is being mentioned. So in, it's not required, but some people will touch the body when it's done. You know, so, Hridayam Krimpara Shakti, Payokandam Paratpara, Netro Patitagaratri, Karno, Karno Rakshanto Shankari, Grantapat Mahamaya, Rasanam Sarvamangala, Tantum Rakshakamari, Kapalo Kamalala, you can go like this, right? So then it becomes also a 
uh, what do they call it? Anyasa. Right? Even if it's not touching, just by rotating the mind through the body, like that, and placing some. Nyasa is something that's going to be talked about more in the puja, the important part of the puja. In the Mahanirvana Tantra, uh, Shiva him says, by the abundance of nyasa comes abundance fruits in puja. So nyasa is a very important part of puja. And nyasa means to leave something. Right? Actually, nyasa means to consecrate. Right? To consecrate and to leave. And they have a similar meaning. Right. So, like, if if I if I if I put some if 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 I if I invoke some holy thing, something to consecrate a stone or statue, you're you're leaving some divine consciousness there. Right. You're putting some. You're consecrating it, but it means you're also leaving something there. Right. So it has both meanings. Right. By 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 or or by uh, the word sannyas. Sannyas comes the same nyas. Sannyas means to leave everything. Sannyas means to give up everything, to leave everything, but also means to consecrate everything, right? Fully, fu- fully consecrated, or it means fully everything left. They're the same act, right? So nyasa is when when you when you when you when you're invoking mantras and letters or mantras or in, in, into uh, placing them or invoking them or leaving them or recognizing them or feeling them into part. Of, then what happens? And the body changes. Right now, I have a I have a Ugly face, but but soon it could be. Hopefully, it could be Kali's face, right? Because actually, what's going to happen through the process of puja, right? We're jumping ahead, but every every aspect of puja includes the whole thing. That's one thing. Well, that's one of the uh, one of our, our friends, uh, Sri Rami, made a great line. He says, "So everything means everything." He goes, "Yes, everything means everything," right? So uh, so. Part of the puja is that, that we mentioned last time also that, that only the divine, only the deva can worship deva, only God can worship God, right? So part of the secret is to get out of the way and you invoke God within. You're, all this is designed to purify and invoke God within, and let that spirit, that that, that God, God God herself, do the puja, right? And so you're replacing your face with Kali's face, your head with uh, with Adja's head. Right, it's another way of another way to embo- you're embodying in this this the, the, this divine thing. Right, this kavacha mantra, this category of kavacha in classical tantra, in, in the pure tantric lineages, when when a tantric diksha is given, part of tantra is not just a mantra that's given. Right, there's um, five five things that are given in the tantric diksha. Right, one is the, is, is the mantra for japa. Uh, one is if I get it right, uh, uh, one, one one is to guess kavacha. One is the kavacha, right? The kavacha of the mantra is also given. And then when it's called the hridayam, and hridayam uh, it's called hridaya parayana, the recitation of the hridaya stotram. Every deity has a is a, a stotram that's called the hridaya stotram, means a heart stotram. Even maybe even Buddhism we have the heart sutra. Maybe something similar. Every deity has the equivalent heart sutra. The most famous one is the Aditya Hridaya Stotra. Maybe you've heard. This is a is um, when I believe in Ramayana, Ram was not winning in his battle against Ravana. I believe, and some rishi may have been Surya himself. I, I have to admit I'm a little mess. I haven't thought about it. It's a little messy. Maybe you know. Showed up in the middle of the battle, right, and gave initiated Ram into a mantra. Called the Hridayas, the Adityas Mantra, the mantra, the Hridayas Totem for the sun. He says, if you chant this mantra, you'll get victory in battle. 
right? So immediately, as sunrise or sunset was going on the battle, uh, 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 Lord Ram chanted the stotram and was able to, you know, save, you know, like, so, so that became, because that be, that's become part of an extremely popular hymn, popular story, popular text, that's probably the most famous one. If you look online, if you start, if you type in Hridaya, probably it will be, that will be the first thing to come up and you can click and you can hear it. It's so many famous artists singing it. Right, they're very beautiful. I have it on my iPad somewhere, uh, um, a PDF of, of uh, Aditya Hridaya Stotam. It's the most famous. But there's a Kali Hridaya Stotam, there's a Sodashi Hridaya Stotam, there's a Lakshmi Hridaya Stotam. So this is one of the one of the um, one of the things that are recite that are part of the diksha, mantra, Hridaya, uh, Kavacham, Sahasranama, the thousand named hymn, or the hundred eight named hymn. Right, usually a thousand name. So you see, even in the in the, the most famous Sasanama, Lita Sasanama, that takes place in the Brahmana Purana. In the Brahmana Purana, when Hayagriva is speaking to Parshurama, the way around, I think Hayagriva is is to Parshurama's a guru. Hayagriva's a guru. Yeah, brain. Uh, but anyways, he, he, when he asked for the mantra, along with the mantra, right, is also the the uh, you you forgot to give me the what about the thousand names? Right, part of the diksha is a thousand names, has to be. Right, so, uh, so, and then there, oh, so, mantra, hridaya, kavacha, sasranama, and nitya puja. The, small, the, day, the day, daily worship, some form of daily worship is also there. Those five things are, and each one of those can be expanded, you know, like, like everything can be expanded, right? But these are the things that constitute a, 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 a tantric, sadhana in the classical sense right so uh, because of that we've added it you know uh, and and for the hira we have at the end of the thing we have with the hundred names of kali or kali sasanama nita sasanama you see a lot of pujas and they do in the mavali form at the end of the puja there'll be om vishnare you know there's often the, the, the offering of flowers for the thousand names or hundred names like that these are all part of the part of the daily puja hmm. Mentioned that that the the um, the protection prayer for protection we need why do we need protection is both internal and external right external is we are I mean also people who are really in danger will chant their these kavachamantras like you know with the faith and belief and, and maybe even experience that mal that the deity protects them. When, when you pray for protection, you get protection. And prayer protection is always safe. Samaji, can you close this? I'm going to get cold, I think. It's not on the way. Hmm. But when as I mentioned, when you when you have a when you win the lottery, you have a lot of money. Or like if you're in, if if you're walking around with with a bunch of cash in your hand, right? Then you have to be a little careful, right? Better not to walk around with a bunch of cash in your hand. But certain situations, you're 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 collecting like this, and so we, we may there there may be belief in common is that there's that there's maybe astral or subtle 
uh, spiritual entities or energies that are that we believe are believed to 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 try to take it. This is a this is a nature to steal, right? And so the more elaborate the rituals, the more the more the more uh, shakti is invoked this way, then we may need protection from subtle and astral uh, from every corner, right? But we also have when we when we're reading the chandi and like then we read about the, the the demons, right? They may or may not be external demons, right? Uh, in the modern world, we we believe less and less in the, in in the, in the spiritual multi multi terrorist world, right? Right? We give everything a psychological meaning, which is fine. That's maybe just a new way of thinking, right? But uh, um, but whatever the external, whether there, whether there's people who are demons who could attack you, whether there's ghosts, spirits, and, and deities that could attack you, right? We have enough within us to to deal with that to, to to attack, right? And so we have we have as you begin to do, we have lust, anger, greed, jealousy, envy, pride. You know the the the, the, the traditional list, but we all have our own list. We don't need a we don't need an external list to, to mark. We all have, we all know. And sometimes we, sometimes we don't know. We need protection from everything, from, our, from, our, from aspects of ourselves. And we're invoking, you're shining tons of light and lots of heat into every corner. Right? Divine, these fierce forms of the Divine Mother are being invoked within to purify these, to purify our soul, to purify our consciousness, to purify the space. Right? is important. So in daily, in, in daily sadhana, it can just be just the opening prayer to Guru and Ganesha and, and to Ma is sufficient. That may serve the purpose, right? If this is in a more elaborate, we can do that. And so as a daily sadhana, Kavach is very... I know many... Uh, I'm a little bit disjointed because there's no one point. There's many points to make. Um, with the, the, the first Kavacha Mantra that I was familiar with is called the Narashinga Kavacha Mantra, right? It's very famous. And I've heard many stories, I have my own experience, but I have many stories of people who were, who were um, uh, uh, this category of subtle entity known as Brahma Boots. You ever heard of a Brahma Boot? This is a Brahmin ghost. <laughs> right? Not all, not all ghosts are, are, are just, you know, common, not, they're not, not all pirates, you know. <laughs> There's some that are Brahmins, some that are Brahmins and yogi ghosts like that. And there was one a friend who was staying at an ashram, Right, and the ashram, the the ashram where they were, where the brahmacharis were staying, was a um, a, uh, a it was a church that was converted into a temple, as often like that. And the ashram was the mortuary of the church. <laughs> so, you, so it's probably a lot of dead bodies have been there. So, somebody, this boy, Brahmin thread, he was initiated Brahmin boy. You know, uh, he woke up kind of like a night terror type of thing, as the story goes. And there was some subtle bodiless entity with his with his finger around this boy's Brahmantra chanting the Gayatri Mantra. Right? So it's like usually we chant one of the benefits of Gayatri Mantra gets rid of ghosts. But if a ghost is chanting Gayatri Mantra on your Brahmantra, <laughs> there's not a lot of options. <laughs> Right, and so the, the boy started chanting some mantras, and 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 the, the spirit. So the story goes. I can only tell you, relate to the story, not the, the authenticity, pure authenticity of the story. It was 20, thirty years, twenty-five years ago that I heard the story. Also, but uh, he said that he had to chant mantras. The 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 ghost or the spirit just kind of laughed, right? But then he was trying to okay. Remember, he began to recite this Narashinga Kavacha mantra, and the opening mantras for it, right? And as soon as that happened, right, he said the, the, the spirit just kind of looked like, hey, 
oh, that's not cool at all. <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> and he, and he went, went away. There's something to it that that mantra is like, that, that's, that, no, that's not cool. Because right? <laughs> especially these, because there's certain fierce forms of the deity, like Kali, Hanuman, Vira Hanuman, um, uh, Shinga, Garuda. These are common things for Kavacha. Protect, these are very protective forms. And they're divine protection against subtly divine beings, you know, this type of thing. So, interesting. Kali Kavacha mantras. Oh, there's a, yes, in, in Tantra, there's a classic, I think her name may, human, she's not mentioned in this hymn, but in Adhistutam, it's there. Pratangira, we gave a long talk on Pratangira Devi in the Kali Sasadama talk, somewhere it's there. Uh, she's a form, uh, she has uh, 10,000 heads, each one as fierce as 10,000 lions. So she's like Nishingadev, she's the Shakti, the pure Shakti behind Nishingadev. Right. So, and and she is according in the, in in Sri Vidya Tantra, she is the protective deity of Shakti that protects Sri Vidya uh, Sadaka Tupasik. And she's always just behind, hidden, behind you, to the le- on your left side, beyond just beyond. You know, if you turn around just behind where you can't quite see, she's back there, right? But in times of need, you know, she's a very fierce form, right? Very interesting. These fierce forms of the Devi. In the Chandi also, there's a very great uh, line. It's, uh, it's two or three verses. Um, I think maybe Rampriyadas has this tattooed on his side, right? It's, uh, it's, it says that uh, it starts listing, oh, oh, uh, to start describing all these fierce forms, right? Protect you just as some perky from the front, from the back. This is not body part, from the front, from the back. The east, nor left, you know the the the, the cardinal points, right? And, and then it says, "You, O oh, Divine Mother, you have forms exceedingly frightful and fierce, right? And you have forms unimaginably beautiful and benign, right? With all of those, <laughs> and, and on all the weapons and all those hands, right? Protect me from all sides, right? So it's a very beautiful. All your fierce forms, all your divine forms, and all the weapons from." Hold in your beautiful lotus hands from all directions. You please give me protection, right? I forgot to mention like the idea of tattooing. A tattooing is something in the Kavacha mantra. Is usually there is a false duty, a description of what's supposed to be done, what's the benefit, and usually it's described in the Kali uh, false duty uh, of this hymn. It mentions it should be written. It can be written on a piece of paper. It can be written on a uh, certain type of leaf. It can be written on a gold plate. Right, uh, in it was turmeric or with sandalwood paste or was with some chandan, red chandan, red sandalwood paste like this, or uh, what's the red powder, kumkum uh, like this, right, uh, or, or etched on a plate and worn, either kept in the house, worn. You see a lot of these people have these little lockets. You see either on their arm, on the right arm, on the neck, on the waist. So that's a talisman, right? We'd call that a talisman. And, 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 so that the very wearing of it invokes that protection, right? And you'll see some people wear, some people just out of devotion they wear because part of the sadhana is also the, the kavacha. But then you have people who's, who live consciously in that world. Like you'll see very often like the pujaris will almost always wear such things, right? Uh, of course, they're, they, they, live in, they live right on the edge of, the, of this world, right? With these worlds where the, 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 the normal world of experience and very different worlds of experience seem to meet, right? So there, there, at, at where there, wherever there's this juncture, there's potential danger, right? So there, the, therefore, pujari types, right, uh, will often wear. You'll see almost all the time they wear 
amulets and amulets like this. Even Sri Ramakrishna wore such an amulet. There was a period of his, it was due to, um, was due to burning his body. It was during that time, or I'm trying to remember what, what, but it was a couple things. One of the things he was given, he wore a, a golden amulet with the name of the, of the Ishta. Right, that was a, to, to describe. So within it, just some something he wore an amulet, but within it, within this little, I don't know, I, don't know, I, used, to, I, used, I used to wear a lot of them, they all broke. Not my lack of faith in it, it was just my, my lack of care in holy things, taking care of holy things, right? That they've broken, um, the, the latches and latches are broken. Um, but uh, you put inside uh, on these things, uh, the, just the, the mantra, the, mantra, the name of the, of the Ishtadevita. That itself is the power of a, uh, protection. And he wore it for a long, long time, right? And actually after, at a certain point when he could no longer wear metal, couldn't touch metal, a certain part, then he, he no longer wore it, right? Uh, um, and he gave, uh, Sir Holy Mother used the, his golden, it was a gold bangle, a gold co uh, um, uh, uh, talisman. She described his skin color as in relation to, it was, his skin color was, you couldn't, it was the same color of, of his bangle, or his not bangle, a uh, talisman of his kavacha. Right, and then I think she inherited that. It was worshipped, I think it was worshipped at Bellarmont for a long time. It may have been stolen or lost or something. It's no longer, I don't think it's no longer known, but his original bangle was in existence for quite some time. Kavacha. So, that's Kavacha. Then, Sankalpa. So, in, in the Puja, Sankalpa is, means, Sankalpa means uh, your statement of resolve, your intention. Actually, we use it uh, very commonly. I've made, I made a decision. That the word for that is Sankalpa. Or I'm making a promise. That's a sankalpa. I'm taking a vow. That's a Sankalpa. Right? In the Satanarayan Puja, it's all about one. He, I've, made, I've, I, I've, oh, I've heard, this is a, sounds like a very nice Puja. I'm now taking the resolve to do the Puja. That's Sankalpa. Right? The words uh, Sankalpa comes from Sat and, and Kalpana. So sat means sat means truth, right? This auspicious quality is true, good, true, holy, like like satsang, something like that. And kalpana means like imagination or thought or mean. Or, 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 or. So it's like a good your good intention. That means a sankalpa. Although not that's where the word comes from. Sometimes the word not every sankalpa is auspicious. Not everybody has good intentions, right? What's your sankalpa? And and and. Maybe you've seen in some videos of, you know, the Hindu mytho mythological videos and like that, where people will like, when they want to do a curse or something, what do they do? They grab, give me water, bring me some water. And they hold water in their hand, and then they pour the water in their hand. That's like they're, what they're doing, they're making, they're making a pledge. That by, and usually the pledge would be like, by the power of my sadhana, right? You know, it's like, I'm, this, will be, this will come to pass, right? If my sadhana is, has any benefit at all, I'm, by, the, by my tapasya, this is a Brahmana, what's the word for curse? The word for that. Uh, hmm? Some holy man's curse or holy woman's curse, right? Right. It's, it's by, they have, the, 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 by their sadhana, they have the, the, based upon that power. They're, they're promising that this will, this will come to pass, right? So that's, that's obviously not an auspicious sankalpa. But sometimes some couple is like something we do. We hold water in our hand. Have you ever been been a, uh, had a puja done for you or with you? The priest will, just, will put some flour and water in your hand, some rice, and tell you to do like this and repeat after me and tell your name and your gotra and your birth date or something like that. 
to, to make sure and then and then just then just put the water down right it's the same thing as doing that just not you're not to burn down the world or something like that you know it's uh, unless create i'll create my own what is that create my own planet you know <laughs> like like a Vishwamitra, Vishwamitra Rishi created his own world by, by the power of his uncle. But, right. Usually it means I'm, I'm going to do a puja, uh, worshipping Lord Ganesha for the benefit of my family. That's a sankalpa, right? And, then, and, and so it can be that simple, right? Uh, um, and so I think I gave a, a very simple sankalpa a read in our small book. As an example of the ritual form of the sankalpa. Om Kring Vishnu Om Tatsar Om Parameshwara Parameshwara Pritaratam Bhakti Gyana Varagya Siddhartam Gurvari Nama Devata Purapurvakam Simadakshana Kalika Puja Karmaham Karishami. Right? So it starts invoking some mantra, Om always first. And then Kring here is a mantra for the, for the, for the deity being worshipped here, it's a primary beach mantra for Kali. It could be different according to the deity worship. Om Tatsat. Vishnu Om Vishnur Om Tatsat. Vishnu is always invoked, just like we start. Namo Vishnu, Namo Vishnu, Om Tad Vishnu, Paramam Param, right? And Om Tatsat. The Gita says all ritual becomes useless without mantra of Om Tatsat. Yeah, that's a foundation. Paramishra, Paramapitaritam, in order to please the Supreme Lord, the God and Goddess, in order to attain devotion, knowledge, we'll go into that, and, and uh, I'm doing this puja. So it's very simple, right? It can be more complicated. So it, what the idea, the, the main idea for, for the Sankalpa is that you're... you're in order to make something powerful, right? You have to. You, in order to, you have to do things. You have to know what you're doing, right, and why you're doing it. What your intention is, like that. So whatever, like, like I may not when we not main. I generally don't know what I'm doing, right? We 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 follow the book. We follow our tradition. We do the best we can, right? But we don't have that full knowledge of what's how and what's going to. So we start. Okay, Ma, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a puja right now, and it's to please you. And if you give me, please bless me with devotion and purify my heart. Something like that, right? And so then we do whatever. I, the rest of the time, I'm just trying not to mess up and try to do things properly. And, and knowing that the camera's on me and, you know, they're going to hear my mantras said wrong or something, you know. The mind goes everywhere. Even if you do everything else without much knowledge, but still the, the reason you're doing it has been stated ahead of time, right? So that's whatever it is. Whatever I end up doing, the reason I'm doing it, it's also good to remember, Ma, whatever I, whatever I end up doing, remember why I'm doing it, <laughs> right? That's an also thing. If we're doing our devotion for, and to, for ultimate good, if an auspicious, some, a auspicious sankalpa, right, a, a selfless sankalpa, or at least auspicious sankalpa, then, then even if we do some mistake, we know Ma knows why we're doing it. If we have some selfish sankalpa, right, I'm doing this to accomplish this particular thing for my benefit or against somebody else's benefit, Right, that's a different thing. Then it's not you're not going to impress the, your loving mother for the, the the cute prattling of her ch children, you know, <laughs> which we count on in our daily puja. Out of devotion, we're trying to do mal accepts our devotion, right? But if it's not done out of devotion and out of classical devotion, out of selfless devotion, right? Then we better know what we're doing, right? Then then then, then we so if you, with a, with some more complicated some cultures <laughs> like that, then. If you if, if if you're doing a ritual to accomplish a material effect, then that means that then you're de you're dealing with uh, math and science, right? Something has a result, and the result has to be perfect. The, the action has to be perfect in order for the result to be perfect, right? Like a machine, a machine organizes energy, 
when a machine is defined as what is adjustments of means to ends, right? So that's so. But for for a devotional uh, sankalpa, devotion is the most important thing. You're doing things. You try to do things properly so they have an effect. But devotion is what you're offering, why you're doing it. And so, so you start out with making your statement of intent and knowing, remembering, the beginning why you're doing it, but also what you're doing. Right, so it's not only why you're doing it. It's like we do every, we can do everything for devotion or general happiness, or like we go to work out of to become happy and support our family. Right, but when you do a puja for that, then it's you're doing a, it's a very, it's a sacred act. You're doing a very conscious sacred act. So I'm do, I'm doing. Who's doing? I'm doing. What? Why am I doing? What am I doing? Right, so we're clarifying. We're stating ahead of time all these all these details. Right. Um, where am I doing it? Uh, when am I doing it, right? You know, in a legal document, it's like, you know, you sign it and you also date it and you put, you know, on, on, uh, on, on, on September 15th in, in Laguna Beach. So you really certain documents you need to, you need, you're, you're a notary, you know, something you need to know exactly where and what, some things require that type of precision, right? And so in the more elaborate pujas, those things are all mentioned. You start with where you are and when you are and who you are. These are three complicated things. Who are you? I'm Swami, right? It's like, and, and then, and then, where are you? I'm here. But, but, what does that mean? We don't know what that. We don't really think what that means or when. What's today's? What day is it? Twenty, twenty, twenty-first of April. Saturday. I really don't know where I am. I'm really. I don't know who I am or where I am. <laughs> Generally, I'm a very good example of this. The importance of the Sankalpa Mantra, right? But where we really are is a big is is a more is is we can be very exact, right? And when 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 we are, we're in a particular moment of time in the creation of the universe, right? And on a, in a particular part of the universe, right? And on a particular planet, on a particular side of the planet, right? And in a particular country, by a particular river, in a particular uh, when certain such person is the, is the king, when such and such person is the most recent avatar. You can start giving all these details of cosmic. I'll give you an example. Sima Bhagavato Mahapurushaya Vishnu Agnaya Prabhartamanyi Adyasmin Brahmande Bulakajambujwepe Sri Brahmane Dhritya Paradhe Sri Shweta Vrahakalpe Pivashvata Mamantare Let's see. Among the endless universes created and ruled by the will of the great person Vishnu. So, among the countless universes created by the will of the cosmic uh, Vishnu. Bhagavato Mahapurushaya Vishnu Agnaya Prabharati Manye So, amongst all these Brahmandas, these universes that have created by, the, by, the, by Lord Vishnu, in, so amongst all those, right, in this universe, in this particular one, right, given my name, on this planet, Earth, right, on the island of Jambu, this is a technical Vedic understanding of where we are cosmically, and then when? In the second half of the life of Brahma, right, so Brahma, there's unlimited Brahmas that come and go, right, the present Brahma, right, uh, 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 he's in his, when is it? He's in the second half of his life, right, so he's, he's, he's over age 50, he's 50 something, he lives to be a hundred years of Brahma. Brahma's a day of Brahma is a thousand. I mean, we there's whole math for that. How it's figured out. Second half of life of Brahma during the age, the the age that is called uh, um, 
Shweta Varaha Kalpe, in the age of the white and the uh, Varaha, the, the the white boar Varaha. These are cosmic references. When the seventh Manu Vaivashwata is ruling, so we, there's been so many Manus, right? Uh, uh, so this is during the, and actually I believe, um, Vaishwata after uh, uh, after Vaishwata, uh, before Vaishwata is um, uh, in the Chandi, is um, Suvarni became a Suvarni became. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, so like this. So it's a, the so which Manu is there? Uh, on the first foot of the twenty-eighth Kali Yuga. So so far in this age, right? There's been twenty-eight Kali Yugas so far, right? So I mean, there's many. It's not just it's the age after age. So we're at the twenty-eighth Kali Yuga, and we're in the first part of it, the first fourth, right? We're just beginning. <laughs> it's gonna get worse <laughs> before it gets better. <laughs> Right? You can see it's it's fall. It's not winter yet, right? As you can say, it's it's not, and so that's the idea, right? The uh, the first foot of the twenty eighth Kali Yuga, and then we insert here during the time uh, uh, Ramakrishna Avatari, in the time when Ramakrishna is a recent incarnation, right? And this auspicious time and place, even Gunavashitayam Shubha Titaho, at this auspicious Tita, at and this auspicious time. Of course, maybe it's not an auspicious time. Kali Yuga is not auspicious, right? And maybe we're in a astrologically an auspicious time. Maybe time of the day is not auspicious, but it's auspicious. For puja, it's auspicious. We're declaring on this auspicious time, Amrika Deshe, in the country of known as America, Amrika. I do it in America, California. You can also, and there you can. So these same things can be done. With, with Sanskrit equivalents, California Nagare, Laguna Beach Pure, in the city of Laguna Beach, Prashanti Mahasagare, in the next, on the bank of the, which ocean, what's our nearest ocean? You have to know all these details, right? Uh, Laguna Creek Nare, next to this river. You'd be Gange Nare, Narmanare, some auspicious river that's there, right? And then where, so here, we're in particular Kali Temple, Madakshinishri Kali Mandire, in a home, it could be Griha Lakshmi Mandire, like this, or, if or Ashram, like that. Then, the name of the month, Right, so we, of course it's April, right? But this is a sense we're we're dealing whether or not the, the Deva world has a, their own their own uh, uh, language, right? So we are in which month are we in the Sanskrit month? Chaitra. Are we in Chaitra? Maybe in Chaitra. So, so we say Chaitra Mashe. Today is oh, so Chaitra Mashe. Uh, in which phase of the moon are we? Dark or light? Krishna or Shukla? Shukla, because we just finished Amavasha, moving towards uh, Purnima. So Shukla Pakshe, the dark, the the, the uh, light phase of the moon, right? Tito Titi, what's the Titi? The phase of the, the, the day of the moon. It's Saptami today. Today is Ganga Saptami. This is the Kanidhar, the birthday or the appearance day of Ma Ganga when she began. She appeared on the earth. So Sapt, uh, so Saptami Tirte, and then so you're doing where and when is you've mentioned a lot of big things. Right from from the countless universes, one amongst the countless universes created by the great Lord Vishnu, right? it starts that big to Laguna Beach, Kali Mandir, Laguna Beach, California, on this side of like this. Like this. Then who? For an example, I'll give my name. For the, so Simat Badrinanda Saraswati Namne. I'm in the, with the person by name. And then the name of the Gotra. Gotra is your family, the lineage of, of, of the sage lineage that your family descends from, right? And of course, 
Some people say, well, we don't, a lot of us don't have, didn't, we didn't descend, some of us descended from monkeys, <laughs> other people descended from sages, right? So you can say it joking like this, one person, somebody was challenging Prabhupada, there was a, Srila Prabhupada was, uh, uh, was walking and he had a disciple who was, they were having a mock debate so he can practice defending against evolution theory, right? And so, and the person who's the disciple is um, Srip Damodar Swami, who's a UCI trained uh, uh, scientist. Uh, he was winning the argument, <laughs> right? It was, uh, you know, they're a morning walk and, and the debate, Prabhupada was doing his standard fight and then, and, 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 um, and Sri Damodar was winning, he was getting, he was winning the argument, you know, and then Prabhupada says, well, you may be born from, you may have descended from monkeys and apes, but I descended from kings and rishis. And he kept walking out with his, <laughs> because also because there's a, who knows, we all come from different, we all have different lineages that we come our fam- from our family lines, right? And of course, in the Western world, we don't have the go to the system. Uh, maybe though we have no go to, or we don't remember, right? That we we all have we all have a, a genetic family line that goes back who knows where, right? Uh, how we got this body, our ancestors, or whatever they are. So sometimes they'll say, um, um, uh, um, uh, like for Vaishnavas, they'll say um, uh, Achuta Gotre. If you don't know what your Gotre is, you say, Oh, I'm coming from Vishnu, Achuta. Right or Shiva Gotre, right? No, we're coming from Shiva. If you don't know the Gotre, you say. Sometimes they'll say Mangala Gotre from some auspicious line, right? Maybe we don't forget, but we must be. We're not. Can't be that bad. We're chanting these mantras now, so we come from some good lineage. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here doing these pujas. So whatever we honor our our auspicious lineage. So the name of the Gotre, and then the Nakshatra. Your Nakshatra is your uh, ascendant star, I guess. Is that what they call it? Your star. It's something that. Some of us know, some of you don't know. If you can, there's some programs online you can find out your nakshatra easily enough. That's an easy one to figure out by the time of day. So in our sannyas line, we give up our, of course, I didn't, I don't know my gotra, our family line. Uh, we're we're not Tijuana Brahmins, we don't know our original, our original I don't remember our original thing. Uh, so uh, so we use we use Shiva gotra for many years because that's what Haradan told us. Right. He was half joking. He says, "Oh yeah, the, the Shiva control all the ghouls and goblins." You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you're in that category. <laughs> so he was, I think, half being funny and cruel. <laughs> but, we used to go to, but then at the time of sannyas, we accept either you accept you can also use a gotra as your guru if you don't know if you don't have a gotra. Or in sannyas line, the different lineages of sannyas have a, have gotras that are that are symbolic, not so we use burbuva as our gotra. Uh, and then I like that. <clears throat> so who you are, your name, your gotra, and your and your nakshatra, right? And then, so where you are, when you are, and who you are. These are the big things. Now, what are you doing, and why are you doing it? These are the other big things, right? Why? Are you, what are you doing? So, but here it says the way we're doing it. Bhagavan Sri Ramakrishna Paramahansa Devam Urishasatya Pricharitam or Parameshwara Parameshpitaritam. Pritcharatam, pritcharata. Our goal, the reason we're doing it, is pritcha. We want to please. May somebody be pleased. What's the, who are we trying to please? Say Parameshwara pritcharatam, the Supreme Lord, or Parameshwara pritcharatam, or Sri Guru pritcharatam. So here we're saying Bhagavan Sri Ramakrishna Paramahansa Devam Udishya Satguru pritcharatam, Parameshwara Paramahansa. In order to please Sri Ramakrishna Paramahansa, right, the, the Guru, the true Guru, I mean, to please the the Supreme Lord, the Supreme Goddess, right? Bhakti Jnana Varagya Siddhartam. 
right? This is something important, right? Uh, uh, this is our expression. This is not everybody's puja doesn't chant these mantras. This is the tradition that we're in. We're followers of Ramakrishna, so whatever our, you know, when, Sri, when Swami Vivekananda, we all know, maybe you know the story, Swami Vivekananda's family, uh, uh, when his father died, his family was left in extreme poverty. He, was, he grew up in a rich house, right, and a very generous rich man. He was a lawyer, right, a famous lawyer, but he did not leave, um, uh, he left debt, not, not money to pay the debt. So the family was left in tremendous, from, from riches to poverty overnight when his father died. And he couldn't find work, and he struggled so much. Many heartbreaking and inspiring uh, tale of his of his struggle with his family. At one point, he came to Sri Ramakrishna and says, "You bless me. You bless my family. We'll have enough food to eat." Right? He says, "I can't. I've never prayed for such things. I can't pray. Sri Ramakrishna can never pray for 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 money and food, and that's not his thing. He's only praying for divine things, right?" Right, but, but he says, but, but do one thing. You go, you go to um, uh, you go to the temple. Vivekananda at that time didn't believe much in Kali. He didn't believe in temples for sure. Kali doubted, but even but temples itself, he was against. Right, he says, uh, uh, no. I, he says, you you worship the mother. I don't know the mother. Right, he he said, I don't know your mother. Go worship my mother. Thakur said, Ramakrishna said, I don't know your mother. So that's why you're suffering. He said, right? <laughs> your suffering is because you're rejecting you're rejecting her, right? You go to her, you know. And so somehow or another he went. And but he had it was an auspicious night, it was a Tuesday, I think, and at, at nine o'clock at night. So these are all auspicious, auspicious time and place in the Kali Temple, next to the living avatar, uh, at a, on a Tuesday night. So it was a very good time to to get his sankalpa satisfied. Right? Go and pray. She's she'll listen to you. And he was overwhelmed. He really believed that that the Divine Mother really was there. Right, not symbolic, not so that the, the old, the old crazy sadhu guru believed that he really felt that, and anything he asked, she'll give. Right, and she's a wish fulfilling tree. Anything you ask, right? But when he got there, when you when you really feel that this is God, it's God is here now and will give you anything you ask. Right, so he forgot to ask for a good job and and for, for support of his parents, of his family, and so we we you remember the words and. and Bengali, it's like uh, uh, it is bhakti dao, varagya dao, um, uh, gyan dao, right? It give me renunciation, give me devotion, give me wisdom, knowledge, right? He never, he never, he forgot to ask, and then he went back to to Sri Ramakrishna's room. He said, "You ask her? No, I forgot. No, go, 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 go again. She's still there." So he <laughs> went back again, and again, bhakti dao ma, gyan varagya. Give me devotion. Give me renunciation. Give me wisdom. Give me perfection, right? And then the third time, and then again, again. Oh, you, you go back. No, 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 no. I won't believe you're doing. You're. This is. Your, he accused Sri Ramakrishna. This is your trick, right? All this is because of your your grace like that. You promised me. You have to say it. And then Thakur gave a simple. He says your your uh, your family will never suffer from simple food and simple clothes, right? So he didn't give him riches. The family, but you never, and actually it's believed that this is a special grace of Sri Ramakrishna amongst all his disciples and followers for all time. Maybe, maybe if you work hard, I mean, if your karma is and you work hard, maybe you can, people can move forward and become wealthy and, and like that. But generally speaking, people who worship Sri Ramakrishna, simple, simple things will never be lacking. Simple clothes, simple food. They won't starve. Right? If, they, if they're willing to live a simple life, you know, that's a special grace. But this, this, this gyan, give me jnana, give me varagya, give me bhakti. So this is what we say, we say bhakti jnana varagya siddhartam. 
give us, if there's a benefit, we're doing this to please Mahat. If there's a benefit, may we also attain, get the perfection of, the attainment of, devotion, knowledge, wisdom, spiritual perfection. Right, Siddhartam. And then this is the why. Ninyata Shakti, with all this power, Pratyakala, in the morning time, uh, uh, or Madhyakala, in the time of the day is also mentioned. And then what you're doing. Now you said why, to please God and to get some, after his benefit, to, to get devotion, wisdom, to get to have, to have spiritual awakening. Right? I'm doing Guruvari Nama Devata Purvakam Sima Dakshina Kalika Parameshri Puja Karmaham Karishyami. I'm doing I'm worship I'm doing Dakshina Kalika Puja. I'm doing worshiping Dakshina Kali. Right? Karmaham. I'm doing this action, this action, this ritual. Right? Karishyami is being done by me. But we also say Guruvari Nama Devata Purvakam means beginning with the worship of the Guru and the Devatas. This is a unique thing about Tantra. Usually the deity is not, you don't just, you before doing puja of the main deity, you also worship Guru and Ganesha. That's min, minimum. And in Tantra you worship Guru, Ganesha, Surya, Narayan, Shiva, and Durga. Called the Panchadevata Puja. Guru and Panchadevata Puja. Right, so it's like, and uh, so I'm now, I'm going to worship now in order, who I am, where I am, why I'm doing, and with the purpose, I'm, I'm doing this worship in order to please Sri Ramakrishna to please the Divine Mother, to attain knowledge, devotion, wisdom, renunciation, right? I'm now worshipping, I'm now going to begin the puja of Dakshinakali that's begun with the worship of Guru, Ganesha, and the other deities. That's Karishyami. This is, we call it, Nishka, just like in the Gita, it says Nishkama Karma. You probably have heard this term. This is action without, selfless action, action without Kama, right? Because action with karma leads, karma has, karma with karma has karma pal. Right? Any action done with a selfish intention, with the desire, should I say, has the result, good or bad. Right? But Krishna says, if you act without karma, the karma without karma has no karma pal. Right? It's, it doesn't have direct, in the same way, it doesn't have the same, like that. So we want, to, we want, the, but some people are doing acts. So this bhakti ganavaragya sura, these are not really. These aren't really. These are desires, but they're not. They don't count as desire. A desire for God does not count as a desire, right? Like for instance, a desire like varagya, give me renunciation. What does that mean? I desire to not have desires. That's not counted as a desire, right? It's, it has the same word, but it's not really desire. It's a different thing, right? It's an awakening of, of our real spiritual nature, not reaching out selfishly out of a sense of incompleteness to something external that's not going to satisfy. That's, what, no, that, that's not the same type of thing. Right? Um, so, uh, so this is called, so that's Nishkama Karma. So this is called Nishkama, Nish, Nishkama Puja. You can worship God without selfish desire. Only if there's a benefit, may purify my heart, give me devotion. May you be pleased. I'm going to please God. Right? But there's other, others. There's the other things that can be said. Give me a few minutes here. This is for fulfilling my desires. Or Sakala Vigyan Nivruti Dwara Karya Siddhartam. The removal of obstacles and the attainment of success. Right? Sakala Vyati Nivrutyartam, removal of diseases. Gyana Vyapyartam in order to attain knowledge, education. Sakala Vishikartyartam. This is to attract. Uh, Get my desires, like to get people to fall in love with me. You know, people do these are things, right? Uh, uh, uh. 
swara hariya jaya vabhyartam in order to win a legal case. A lot of people come here, people bring, people come to the temple and say, Swamiji, can you touch this to Ma's feet? I usually don't ask what it is. <laughs> I usually it's some envelope. Yeah, often it's either a, a job application or a, a, settle, a divorce settlement or a, uh, some legal thing like that. And I, I, I touch it to Ma's feet and I said, may, may, if it's God's will, may it go to your, whatever it is, may it be favorable to you. <laughs> Our prayer for everybody to be happy, you know, if it's, you know. But uh, but we, I can't do a puja for that purpose. There may, there's priests who can do that, perhaps. That's not our that's not our style, right? Dhyana dhanya samyurtaratam in order to get money and materials, dharmaratam in order to be successful in to get uh, to attain dharma, artha, like moksha, like that. So you can go like that. You can so many things that can be done. Right, but the, the danger is that that not, actually we can many people pray. You know, people come to a temple and you ask a pujari, Ma, Swami, can you or Panditji, can you do some puja? We're having some hard times in the family, right? We need we we, want, we need to invoke blessings, and because as not only as the of Ramakrishna, but we're sannyasis, we can't be engaged in in ritual actions for selfish intentions, right? But we can invoke the divine. We can we can create a, a sacred environment. We can invoke the divine presence, right? So we say we, that we have that traditional knowledge, right? And then we and we can pray from our side that may all benefit come to you and your family. That's a legitimate. That kalyan, kalyan hope. Maybe may you be benefiting. Kalyana. So this is what the sannyasi is supposed to say, right? We're praying for everybody's everybody's benefit, right? But naturally, a child they come to mall with whatever, whatever desires are in their heart. That's between them. Right now we're not, you know, it's like the the the, the uh, you can't tell somebody, you know, what's our Vivekananda say? You can't preach religion to a hungry person. First thing, the the God, the what 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 you need to what they need to pray for is is food. Then you pray for bhakti, you know, you know. So whatever the need is, that's people's business. Yeah, but there's a that's that's not the same as you come to our divine. We we know that God is the source of everything. We need God's blessings to overcome our ops, our internal obstacles, external obstacles. That's natural. That's not. So that's not necessarily in the same category of, of a selfish intent, right? Uh, the the general intention to be happy and successful and these are natural. These are to, to satisfy the four goals of life: artha, kama, moksha, and dharma. This is uh, the rishis himself have given us this thing. But it says that God is the kalpatru. She's a wish fulfilling tree, right? Anything you wish can be given, but you have to stand under the tree, and it's not easy to stand under that tree. The closer you get, the the more our desires are purified, right? So like throughout, so we kind of ran to the wish fulfilling tree to ask to uh, to, to that his that his family's uh, financial situation is rectified, right? But once he got underneath that tree, he, he no such desire could enter his mind, right? So even the the act of praying, even for for divine help in our own life, it, it's it's self purifying, right? I mentioned this before. I'll undo this idea of, of, a, of, a, of a when somebody asked Srila Prabhupada, somebody, a young student in, in Mayapur many years ago was arguing or talking to him and says, "Well, people, everybody's praying for money. They're praying to God for money. That's bad, you know. To young and idealistic person, you know, people, selfish people in religion like that." And Prabhupada said, "No, no, prayer is always good. They're praying. They at least people know that Krishna to pray for." Prayer to Krishna is always good, even for money, because at least you know that the source of everything is Krishna. 
right? Most people don't know that, and therefore we suffer, and, and we don't know where, how to fix it, right? And over time, their heart will become purified, and then they'll pray for devotion, right? And pray to be free of that of selfish desire. Right? Prayer is always good, so we hold that prayer is always always good. It shouldn't be diabolical prayer, like please bring people under my control and kill my enemy and like that. That's, this is not the temple for you. <laughs> or our temples like that. You can look them up online. <laughs> anything anything's possible. For the right price, anything's possible. Priest for every occasion. Right? Uh, but but, but the, the main idea of the sun cult, but whatever it is that we have in us, what we're doing, why we're doing, and we're focusing, and what, 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 this is a long, elaborate thing, but what, what's happening? You're taking these big ideas and you're honing it. You're focusing. You're focusing your attention. You're focusing cosmic energies. It's believed you're telling the deva, the deva world, the deva gods, what's happening. So they're also focusing. You're bringing, not only are you bringing all your attention here, you're bringing the attention to the deva world. They're like, they're also noticing what you're doing. Right? You're declaring. I am declaring in front of everything. In the countless universes created by Vishnu on the 24th foot of the Kali Yuga, whatever, you know, whatever the thing is, you know, on this, I'm doing this auspicious act, right? So all that, all that's attention. And you're also putting uh, the uh, the stamp on your, uh, you're putting where it's going to go. Whatever you're doing, whatever I'm thinking, may this, whatever I'm doing, that may go for this purpose, right? I'm, I may, I'm releasing for this purpose. So if you have a letter, you want, you have to put it in, you have to, you have to uh, put your, who it's going to, a lot of things, who it's going to, who it's from, return address, right? You know that. Uh, you have to put it in, the, in an actual mailbox, right? And you have to have a stamp in it. All those things have to go, otherwise it's not going to get to where it's going. So these are some technical things, but the Sankalpa is important. In the earliest form of the puja, of the Kali Puja, our small Kali Puja book, we didn't have, all oh, Sankalpa is just too complicated, right? And then Usha, Usha said, no, you're doing the Puja, you put a simple Sankalpa in. Right? It doesn't have to be that long, countless trillions of universes and which moment of the astral uh, lunar cycle is, but at least say, I'm doing such a thing on auspicious day, I mean, for this purpose. Right? Because it's good to remember what you're doing and, to, and also it releases it. Let's see one thing here, and I'll end this. In this book, I wrote a little, some commentary. Should I read the commentary? It's only one sentence, but it's good. The Sankalpa is a formal and focused statement of our resolve to perform a sacred ritual, remembering our spiritual intention spiritual intentions and surrendering them to the divine because also it's not only it's aiming right but you have to like i'm doing you have to let it yeah let, let it go to where it's going right? and at the so this is at the beginning of the pujas is, is, is the sankalpa the final mantra i'm going to give a hint the final mantra of the puja is at the karma palam arpanam astu it always says right whatever the puja i just did the results of this the karma pala is I'm giving it to you, right? That's very, very. So it's the same thing as it's the it's it's how it starts, it ends, right? What I'm doing may may I may you take the results, right? So, so, uh, but the, the danger is it was okay. okay. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Like everything, we can, we can do so much more. The Holy Mother is taught on these things. We'll leave it, we'll leave it there.
Um, so that's so, uh, what did we talk about today? We talked only two things. You mentioned two things: the kavacha and the sanklapa. Uh, the next, the next part of the puja. Now, once once you've once you've uh, uh, these opening prayers, then you start um, um, uh, establishing, uh, uh, creating a sacred environment, right? Invoking various holy things and your seat and your environment, you're creating a, a holy yantra. Right? You know, this is the beginning of this is the very beginning, then it gets uh, very a little technical, but very extremely sweet and deep. We'll talk about those as we as we move along. Thank you for your kind attention. Any questions or comments? Maybe <laughs> could 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 be the problem is I'm just talking in circles. I'm not organizing myself but but um Anyways, it's good because it's 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 a great way of, it's a great way of um of thinking of lots of different topics, but being tied to what we do, like it's like the sun the sun culpa takes forty seconds, you know. Yeah. You know, like, but there's so but if you think about it, there's so much to it, and that's what we we started when we we started this series, is that we take. So many ideas and compact them into into a simple action, or a simple sentence, or a simple structure. We talked about multivocalic and these type of things, right? That makes that that's what gives uh, ritual action, and especially these not just we can ritualize anything. That's not what's meant. This is this is uh, these rituals have been handed down, developed for hundreds of thousands, maybe thousands of years, and so they have the test of time, right? But we also believe that they were composed or given or revealed or authenticated and authorized and taught by rishis, right? So it's not like we, we, we can we can neurotically create rituals, and you know that's a, that's a different thing. Or we can or we can design a ritual that makes sense. You know, people now you know you have a wedding, you you sick with a your officiant, you design the way you want your ritual to go, right? Because we want we need ritual actions. You want these significant life events to be to to be. Significant, right? To be significant, so we ritualize it. But this is these. This is a little different. This is this is these are composed, revealed by. Actually, as, as we, the next section is, we, we we will learn about these mini yoga mantras. That each of these mantras and practices came, we believe, came in the illumined consciousness of rishis, right? And 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 they all, not only did they hear and know the practices and hear the mantras, but they gave them. They knew what they were for and what they do. Right, and so even us, thousands of years later, hundreds of years later, or several editions later of a book, you know, some tantric text like that, the the reason why what we're doing and why we're doing it and it is still hasn't been forgotten. That's an important type type of thing. And there's one thing I mentioned in in that a not a drawback in the modern world, the drawback of Hindu tantra, right, is that the tantric texts describe what to do, not why. Right. Uh, the why is given in all the Puranas taken together, right, and in oral tradition, right. In the Buddhist tantras, the Buddhist the Buddhist mind is different, right. And so they wrote not only what but also tremendous philosophy, right, to justify and explain what's happening, why it's being done from the Buddhist from the Buddhist angle, right. And the Kashmir in the Kashmir uh, the Shaivites the, the Shaivite tantra of Kashmir. They also one of the few that gave some philosophical reason, symbolic philosophical reasons of what in the Hindu tantras it's the their 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 manuals, 
right? The seeds are there in the manuals in some of the mantras, the Vinayoga mantras, but it's, it's passed down through oral tradition more than anything. So within our very limited understanding of the oral tradition, as well as the textual tradition, we're trying to share a little bit, not a full revelation that's given like from guru to disciple type thing, but I, be, I, I really believe that we should have some... We sh the scriptures themselves say that part of a ritual is knowing why it's done. It's one of the offerings. Right, you know, so that's and 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 to do something without any knowledge doesn't have it's it's, it's not without power, but it's it, it's it's not. Uh, I think it, it, in, the, in the modern time, I don't think it's acceptable to do things without some reason, even though it's not complete. We know it's not a complete reason, but some idea, some beginning idea to, to understand why it's being done, what we're doing. All right, Hari Om Tatsat, Jai Guru. And I'm two minutes late for RIT, not too bad.